Hi, Hunters. Thank you for tuning into the Flushem and Dustin podcast brought to you by Nick and Tyler, the boys from Ringnecks and Retrievers. In this podcast, we will talk about guns, dogs, gear, and our successes and failures in the field through our combined 40 years of experience. We speak with hunters just like you from across the nation about their days in the field and the many memories they built with their friends and family. We are excited to have you listen. Now let's get to Flushing and Dustin. Record uh, and then play and then I'll stop sharing the screen. Then I'll have to like find my way back to it. So, okay. Uh, Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ringneck and Retriever Flushem and Dustin podcast. We got Tyler here tonight as well as Nick. Hey guys, how's it going? Excited to get back at you guys. Uh, today we're going to bring you some information regarding uh, planning and reserving your annual pheasant hunting trip. So Nick and I, I think that well, this will be our third year, fourth year going on uh, planning. Yeah annual Take, trip uh third year going out of state uh fourth yeah. year going on a trip yeah so yep. um we've we've had definitely our ups and downs during this uh we've figured out you know how to uh kind of scout for birds using the new technology that's out there yep. uh, we've contacted some resources usually the state that we go we contact some dnr officers talk to them a little bit yeah, so I, I think, you know, Tyler, when we first decided to start going, um, you know, I think one of the best things we did was we actually did contact a DNR officer. Yeah. And we we went to, and I'll give the name, I'm not, we won't give out our current place we're yeah. going this year, but uh, three years ago, we went to Winter, South Dakota, and we called the DNR officer, and they talked it up, um, did very little scouting very uh, on, on, on the Atlas, to say. Um, and we got out there, and needless to say, we were we were pretty disappointed with everything. Yeah, uh, that that first morning we got out there, you know, we were jazzed. I mean, it was the trip out there was fun. We were having a good time. We got out there that first morning, and the first public ground. And by the way, guys, we only hunt public ground when we go out of state, when we yep. go anywhere. Um, so this is for all you public guys that you know, are looking for some tips on how to get on some birds. Cause I mean, honestly, you're spending a ton of money, well, maybe not a ton of money, but you're, you know, you're spending money, you're taking vacation time, spending time away from your family, you know? So we want to help you guys have a really good time. And especially like Nick, you know, you got a new daughter you're yep. going to be, you know, so, I mean, it's, we want to help you guys plan your hunt to have a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, so, to get into it, you know, how do you plan your hunt and what do you do? So some of the things that Tyler and I do, um, you know, one, we start looking at the time of year we want to go. I think that's the yeah. first and foremost thing. Yeah, for sure. Knock that, knock that time out, you know, and three years ago and last year we decided we wanted to get out there. We wanted to be the early birds. We wanted yeah. to be there opening weekend. More birds. Yeah. You know, all mm -hmm. that jazz. Um, you know, and things went pretty well, mm -hmm. but I think, you know, from the most part, we're learning we want to switch it up, 
and I think we want to do a little late season hunt, and that's yep. what we decided to do this year. Yeah, and uh, you know, like I think you got to look at it too is the years that we've gone out, and it seems farmers are planting their crops later in the spring. You know, they so are. we went out <clears throat> last year. Uh, what was our dates that went out this first? It was, the, it was the end of, I think it was the second to last weekend of October because we were here for the opener. Yeah, that's right. Second to last week. Yep. Yeah. So it'd be like the second week of season. Yep. Right. Um, yep. The second week of, so we went to South Dakota. We went to out uh, by Watertown last year yep. for all you guys that are curious. Um, and actually yeah, loved it. <laughs> we it loved it. The place we stayed at was great. It was awesome. Um, but what we ran into, and like Nick was saying, with us wanting to go later in the year, is we ran, ran into a lot of crops. Um, now, to be fair, we did see a healthy amount of birds. We did. Uh, we with had the crops in. Plenty of opportunity. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think uh, we would have seen a lot more birds. We did a golden hour um, every night we were out there this year. And that just showed how many birds are sitting in the cornfield. It was. And for amazing. those of you that don't know what golden hour is, just look it up. Yeah. You'll, you'll love it. You'll you love won't want to miss it when you go out there. And South Dakota's, I don't, I don't know what Kansas and them are, but I know South Dakota is, you know, they hunt till dusk, you know, in yep. Iowa. In Iowa, you really only have about a week or two, you know, where you can get on that golden hour till when the sun yeah. sets properly. Yep. Um, you know, and in South Dakota, uh, you get a little leeway. For those of you that don't know, you, you can't hunt until 10 a.m. Yeah, so which is you nice. Can, you can drink some natter days. You can, yeah, yeah. You, know, you can do the happy hour after yeah, the hunt. After the happy hour. And, yeah, and enjoy, and really enjoy the trip and, and have a good time with it. And um, that's a huge thing that we advocate, too, is when we're going on these trips, we want to get birds. We're not expecting to limit out every day. Um, you know, this podcast is, we're hoping to help guide you guys to some good bird locations. We're not going to promise that you're going to live it out every day, but it, you, you know, if you listen to, we're going to have a little bit of a series here. We're going to start today with our pre-planning and reserving. And then we're going to talk about when we are getting out there, getting ready to go. Um, you know, we, we want to help you guys get on birds and enjoy the trip. Yep. So Nick, let's, uh, Let's talk to him about, you know, like, we're, we're kind of talking about the dates that we're choosing to go. Yeah. But, you know, like, what's our locations? You know, what do you look for? So, you know, just if we're going overall location, I don't necessarily think, you know, you get those pheasant, uh, uh, you know, per square mile, how many birds there mm-hmm. are for DNR. Yeah. I don't particularly think that that's a great number, um, you know, it's great to go to those areas because they're seeing a lot of birds there, but that's yep. where everybody's going. So yep. Tyler and I don't go off of that number and like, oh, this is the place to go because that's what you were all thinking. So we like to go a little bit in the brush, a little yeah. bit different. So that's definitely something that we take into account. Uh, the second thing is we do call DNR officers. Yep. We do ask them, and they actually give some great insight. When we were in Watertown, he told us to drive about an hour and a half out of town, hit up a little yep. town from there, had some great luck there too. Uh, so we'll do that again this year when it gets closer to season. And then I think, you know, you want opportunity. So having opportunity is the main game. Uh, there's going to be fields that you guys may drive by and you're going to say, 
this looks awesome. But Tyler and I may drive by and say, man, we don't know if we're feeling that. You know, yeah. so I think having an area where you can you can hone in on several different fields, and now that season doesn't open until 10 out there, I mean, Tyler and I were getting up at 6.30, leaving the house at 7. Mm-hmm. And we were getting out, we were scouting for three hours before we even picked a spot to hunt. Um, but how we get to those is we actually use OnX hunting app. Um, you will bring that up and you will be amazed, amazed oh. on the spots that aren't on the Atlas or that you're yeah. going to miss. And it's um, so much easier to read than that. Atlas. Yeah. And you not know? only that, you can mark the spot where you got yeah. your birds, how many birds, the weather, uh, time of day, everything, all your conditions. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's quite it's unbelievable. The, it, technology has helped so much. I have a guy that I work with that has gone to South Dakota and he has an old, old map that they have outlined with their name. Like everybody has, they go to a public ground and they name it, you know, skunk river or have some special name. Yeah. For it. And he has it marked out on the map, but I'm telling you this on, on X hunt. And I hope on X hunt hears this. It is, it is one hell of an app. You'd like Nick was saying, you mark where your birds were, you mark, temperature you mark if it's raining you mark i mean you can do literally anything you can you can mark down to the point if you have your location on where that bird flushed in the field it even has a map so that way when you're driving you can see your vehicle on the map where you are yeah on that map so it's almost like a gps yeah like driving you can tell what road you're on whole nine yards and it it's it's awesome and you know like it's it's hard to tell on the onyx hunt um let's say for example out in south dakota they have like walking areas yep and then they have uh is it crep i believe yep that's right pretty Uh, sure that's right so it's it's hard to tell what exactly the field's gonna look like um before you get there you know we ran into that last year like hey let's go check out this field we get there and it's an empty cornstalk field Yep, you know, for goose hunting and duck hunting and whatnot. And we're like, well, obviously that's not going to work for birds. And that plays into the scouting. But the Onyx hunt, like I said, it's outlined in black where all the public land is. And it's very easy to get to. You can see exactly where you are on the map. And we use that. And a little insider tip, guys. (laughs) Most people don't know this, but Tyler and I pay for the app together so Correct. we both we both use it's the app cheap. the same app it's cheaper yep you know use the same both, login if yep, you go through peasants forever it's 20 percent off i believe yep so, so it's like 80 bucks or something they're not gonna they're not gonna want to hear that but that's uh you know we hunt so much together that yeah it just it plain just makes sense and you know like anywhere we hunt public we mark we mark where we hit the birds so that way if one of us is going by themselves yep. you know we yep. we know where it feels good even in Iowa. So it'll pull up in Iowa. So yep. you can buy it for multiple states. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now we just have Iowa and South Dakota. Um, but maybe this year, uh, depending on how things go with yeah. COVID and whatnot, we may venture over to Nebraska or Kansas Jesus. City. Uh, North you know, Dakota. Are, yeah, North Dakota, even uh, even Minnesota. I know they're coming up with some stuff. Yep. But yeah. uh, that's really how we decide where we're going. And then, you know, we the where we go and stay, we always look for an Airbnb. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, important yeah. to us because you know we want we want our own privacy. We're gonna have our dogs with us. We don't want people to be bothered by our dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we try to find a place, and this year we found a perfect place. Oh, it's not awesome. gonna. 
we'll tell you after after we hunt there this year. We might, might. Um, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how good it is. Good, we ain't telling anybody. But it is, I would say, um, it's probably not in one of the highest bird population areas, but it is the epicenter of places to go. We can basically, it looks like we can walk out our door yeah. and just walk across the road, and there's places to hunt. Yeah. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. It's, it's so legit, too, because like Nick was saying, we want our dogs like it's a lot of it, like I said earlier, is all about the experience for us. You know, we want our dogs to be able to come in to the cabin at the end of a long day and enjoy our time sitting down, eating, drinking some beers, having our dogs with us, talking. We do not, about we, we do not let our dogs drink beer, disclosure. We don't let them. <laughs> they try, but we don't. Yes. <laughs> so. You know, but there's there's nothing better than at the end of the day to have an awesome Airbnb to come back to. Yep. That is set up for hunters. Um, I mean, even this one, I, I'm pretty sure we can park your the truck in the garage. Yeah. So you know? we can pull our truck in the garage. I believe the garage is heated. Um, uh, you know, it has a station, nice. which is legit. You know, and your dog after working all day, and I know some dogs stay outside. Uh, you know, my dog, he's in, he's an indoor dog, but he wants to be where it's, he wants to be where it's warm. They want to be where it's warm. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my take on it. You know, uh, some aren't used to that, but you know, I want them to come in and enjoy my company. Uh, yeah. I want a place where I can clean birds and not freeze my hands off. So, you know, we'll hunt all day. If we don't have our limit, throw the birds in the back of the truck and instead of staying out there, freeze my hands off. I can go to a heated garage clean yeah. in there sweep it up throw it away good to go yeah. and it's awesome and the cool thing is you can look like usually the airbnbs don't give you exact addresses until you book them but they'll give you like a town that they're next to and so for example this year we uh where we're going <clears throat> and we kind of we had a little bit of a struggle to find it you know we, we wanted did. to stay under a certain dollar amount this was kind yeah. of um, at the top of our price range you know there just wasn't much out there but at the end of the day what we're getting is is definitely worth it where we're located is 100% worth it you know this one you can go on to the onyx hunt you can type in whatever city you decide or whatever city that airbnb is in and you can pull that up on onyx and just look at what public grounds around it Yep. so we did that this year we were going between what we had like two or three that we we're trying to choose between yeah we were you know a couple of them were a little farther out of town this one's a little bit closer into town from what yeah. i remember i think it's like what um, 45 minutes to like just ungodly amount of public ground yeah yep and then even where we're staying there's public ground around it so we have Last year, we drove an hour to an hour and a half every morning we woke up to get yeah. to where we wanted to go. This year, we're basically there. Yeah. So it's going to save us a lot more time in prep, a lot more time in uh, getting out there and scouting. Gas um, money. And you know. Gas money, the whole nine yards. I mean, if you're going out there and you're doing it right, you're going to spend a lot of money on gas. Because yeah. South Dakota, <laughs> you're just going to drive. And you haul ass on those roads. Yes. The highway, like, the interstates are, what, 80? Yeah, 80, so we were going 90. Dude, it was – I'm like, man, we are flying. <laughs> yeah. it, it was crazy, and it's pitch black. You can't see anything. And when you got a loaded-down truck with dogs and gear and – You ain't getting uh, good gas mileage. You, you ain't getting good gas mileage. I think we were getting like 15, 13 miles a gallon, something like that. We were yeah. hauling. So. But it was fun driving that fast and not having to worry about it. You know, and, and the reason we did this podcast is because we booked this 
two weeks ago we did this yep. already. Um, I think it's important to get out there and start looking now because if you're going on and you're looking for Airbnbs, you know, I'm not sure about hotels. I'm sure hotels have plenty of vacancies. Yeah. But going on and looking at the dates of certain Airbnbs, they were booked up already. Yeah. And they were full in the areas that we were looking. Yeah. So we knew that we had to get on it and we had to book it quick because we don't want to miss an opportunity to have, um, you know, from our experience, I think the best hunt we've ever had in South Dakota. Oh, 100%. And, you know, it was, I mean, we had, there's there's plenty of Airbnbs out there, plenty of Airbnbs. Yeah. But like Nick was just saying, you know, I I would imagine if we wouldn't have booked that two weeks ago, it would already be gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. For you know, sure. We were, I, we had another one, one that we were looking at that was, it looked like it was probably 15 minutes from this place, maybe 20 minutes. Yep. Gone. Uh, basically the next town over. And we were looking at it. It was on there. We're like, all right, we got our date set. And I went to go click on it and boom, it was already gone. Oh, so that's just how quick it works. And that's why timing is super important for when you are booking a trip out of state. I mean, Tyler and I started talking about our trip out there after our tri- after our trip. Yeah. So basically, on the way back home, yeah. we already tried to think of next year and what we wanted to do. So we've had that. We've had this in our heads for a while. Yeah, we're just kind of holding out to see cost of Airbnbs and some they fluctuate so much. So yeah. you know, it's really a year trip planning if you want to have a good hunt. Yeah, and we you know we'd look at you know some life things that we have to look out for. We have. Uh, you know, obviously the crops was a huge one for us. It was huge. With running retrievers, um, we got to look at temperatures. You know, this year we actually had really good temperatures. Um, we did. We went out that October weekend and the temperatures uh, were about 15 degrees in the morning, which is unheard yeah, of, I think, great. in October. It was freezing cold. Yeah, it was awesome. And We almost didn't take the right gear. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of days where I'm like, oh, man, my hands, they'd be a little chilly up in here, you know couldn't hit anything anyway so it didn't matter (laughs) but you know it was and the first year we went it was it was pretty warm I remember I literally had just like a long sleeve shirt on and and that was it and we went uh the beginning of November yeah on that one and I think after last year with dealing with the um crops and our first year going out there of dealing with well, higher and, temperatures. And, you know, I know this ties into the crops, but uh, even if the crops are out, it was so wet, guys. Oh, it was geez. so wet. So they couldn't get the crops out because it was so wet. But even if the crops were out, I mean, it, we were drenched each, each yeah. pass. I mean, each pass. and it, like there was roads. And if you guys have never been to South Dakota and you're looking to go out there, we'll tell you this about the roads. Use on X. And don't, go, and don't go down every road you think you're going to go no. down. <laughs> there was some fucking roads where I swear to God, I don't know if we were driving down. I don't know what we were driving down. It was, the grass was probably three feet high and there was water literally on both sides of us. It's like, we can't turn around. If we run to a spot, we have to back up as far as we've come. And yeah, so there was one point we went about two, I would say two to three miles down this road. <laughs> And I had to have Tyler get out and walk in front of me because we to see how deep that water was. We couldn't see what the hell was going on, so yeah. it was a, little, a little scary in some of the spots. So yeah. caution, always caution. Yeah, and and that's the part you can't tell on the Onyx hunt. I don't even know if you can tell on Atlases. 
what no, these roads are going to look like, you know. Um, but that's something to to think about is if you see a place on Onyx or whatever you're using that you like, that you want to check out, see if there's alternate routes to it. But, but that's also part of the hunting experience. What makes you look back and think, geez, I can't believe we went there because yeah. the one spot we went was pretty crazy. And I was, I thought we were going to start floating. <laughs> and it, and we, but we got into birds. We did get into birds. Right? We went, because I don't think anybody hunted it all year. No, Cause they're like, dude, nobody's going to drive down this. There was not even like, you know, you drive over grass, you see fresh tracks. There's nothing of that nature there. Um, you know, but two Iowa boys got back there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> know how to do it. Um, you know, and so like we look at the dates we can go, and in South Dakota they give you ten days. Yep, two five day passes. Yep, and uh, so that's something you got to remember too. Is you know you can't. You want to make sure that it's and it's up to you guys. Um, last year we did what three nights, I think. Was it three nights? Yeah. That was my hand, by the way. <laughs> you shaved your pants. <laughs> <laughs> that was my hand sliding <laughs> onto the computer. I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I wasn't even trying to – I was trying to hold them together. And I was like <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this mic works too damn good. You, you just see my face. I'm yeah, just I like, <laughs> like uh, Tyler just shit himself. <laughs> oh god. Uh, uh, so, but anyways, after the shit story. Um, so South Dakota has, like I said, ten days. You have two five day passes, and so we. That, that's where we went last year. I think we only did three days. Um, did we do four yeah, days? We did, uh, we did three nights. Three four nights. days. So we did four days. Because and, on the, after the third night, we drove back down and then made our way back into yeah. Iowa. And that kind of goes back to the time of year that we want to go. Last year, when you go out there early – it doesn't get dark until 7, 6.30. Yeah, it's 7. You know, and so we were hunting hunting from 10 a.m. till 10 7. it got dark. And then we'd have an hour, hour and a half drive back, so we wouldn't get back to our place at 8.39. We'd stop and get food. Yeah. And by then, you're pretty much shot. And beer, yeah. no, beer, no beer was drank much last no. year, unfortunately. And, you know, and, and that's something, and like I said, the experiences, you know, and that's what we want to have. And so that's another reason why we're choosing a little later is, you know, it's, you get to enjoy being out there with your friend. You get to enjoy being out there with your dogs. You get to actually enjoy hunting, coming back to the cabin, talking about the day, sitting down, relaxing, you know, doing some prep work for the next day. Maybe you guys had a good feeling that you hit up that day before and you're like, hey, we're going to go back there. Or maybe there's more fields that you're like, hey, let's go check those, you know. And that's kind of one reason we're choosing when we're going is. We think birds will be get, sitting a little bit tighter yeah. know, with the timing and with the crops being out. Um, you know, it, it makes it that much better. Yeah. And we get to have more fun at night. You know, we can actually get back to the Airbnb, chill, 
get our birds cleaned, you know, and cook them up if we want to. Yeah. So a lot of that, you know, the timing is huge. Um, and you know, so that, that plays into what we're doing there too. Uh, you know, one of the other things that we, that we enjoyed too about the, um, Airbnb is, you know, like I said, we, it has internet for you guys. Cause obviously when we go out there this year, we're going to be uploading stuff for you guys. We're going to yeah, be, we're going to be hunting. We're going to be broadcasting live. We'll probably, we'll probably uh, do podcasts each night for you guys. Yep. Uh, a, a live, a live podcast, we, you know, something that you guys can look at immediately. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you guys informed when we get closer to the dates that we're going to be heading out there. We'll be posting on our Instagram posting on our Facebook, letting you guys know the dates uh, that we're going to be out there, what times to kind of look for us. You know, we'll probably do in the morning uh, when we're scouting. Uh, We'll probably do a little Instagram live, um, put that right on the dash of the truck and uh, tell you what we're seeing, what we're thinking, uh, how we're feeling about the area. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I I, I think this year, you know, I hope you guys kind of see what we're doing. You know, it's where the planning of where you guys are going to go is a huge start. The dates and where you guys are going to stay is a huge part of the trip. Without that, I mean, where are you guys going to go? If you guys are going to go out there on a blank slate, which we did our first year, we basically looked at the map and said, this is where the bird numbers are the highest. And we're just going to go out there and stay at this hotel, you know, um, doesn't, doesn't work that way. No. And, you know, this last year we sat down, we got together uh, one weekend, uh, went out to eat, had a couple beers, came back and we're like, you know, let's figure out where we want to go, uh, book our Airbnb and get that spot selected. Because once you're, once you're locked in from there, like Nick just said, then you can start looking at where all the public ground is. Yeah, and then, you know, it just helps you get your gatherings. I mean, obviously, each year, if you went to the same spot, it could be different each year if you went to the same spot. But yeah. we're trying to go throughout the whole state of South Dakota a little bit, trying to get our bearings about it. And, you know, I don't know what our plans are for next year yet. We haven't even hunted this year. But maybe we're, we might try another state if we don't have uh, as good as luck as what we yeah. think. Or maybe we'll go up to, you know, a little farther than North Dakota border because there's some good spots up there that we've seen as well. Uh, you know, preparation if you don't uh if you don't prepare prepare to fail um so that's kind of what we're trying to do and try to be successful and give you guys the best content yep so do have an announcement uh we did order our hats today so hopefully we'll have those in in two weeks uh we just had a little lag time because of obviously covid going on uh we didn't really know what to do and where to give them a good close-up give them a close-up let them see it Flush them and dust them, baby. Look at the side of that. Mm, sexy. And obviously, uh, we're going to get some of these in, and then we will probably be getting some orange ones in for the hunting season, maybe stocking yep. caps. I don't know. We'll decide uh, once time comes, and maybe we'll even run yeah. a poll. We'll kind of we'll see, we'll see what people are thinking with them, you know. Yep. Uh, but we want to give you guys some of our – get some gear out there, let you guys support it. There's some pretty badass hats if you haven't yeah no they're they're nice they're real nice um but yeah i you know nick i think that's that's all we got you know um 
we'll yeah. come back with another one when we get closer to give you guys a preparation of what yeah, we, we give do. you uh you know gear um you know obviously guns we've kind of went over but maybe we'll go more into guns um uh shells we kind of went over that a little bit too you know prepping for your prepping your dog what we do training to prep our dogs to get out there yeah. Um, I would say the territory is a little bit more gruesome than Iowa, so we'll go over yeah. some of that. Um, you know, last podcast with Matt, he says the birds are tougher, so yeah. I, kinda, I actually kind of think they are. Uh, yeah. You know, and if you they hundred percent are, you you will see that, and uh, you'll know that they're just they're Kevlar. They're, Kevlar. Yeah, they're Kevlar. They got Kevlar vests on out there. Um, and we're just going to give you guys a rundown, and you know, each every two weeks, we're trying to come out with some good content for you all. If you have something that you want us to cover, you have questions about, or what we do, you know, we're by no means the experts, but we have a lot of experience uh, yeah. with a lot of different uh, equipment, guns, uh, and Tyler and I basically we bird hunting our whole life, so we're yeah. just trying to help everybody out. So we appreciate you guys for listening uh, to the Ring Neck and Retriever Flushman yep. Dustin podcast. Until next time, Flushman Dustin, baby. Um, all right, have, talk to you have, later. Have guys. a good night, guys. Yeah. Bye.